everybody, and welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, <laughs> us, it's Ariel and Raylene. Hi. So sorry for starting off with that energy. So sassy. I can't take it back now. We're in. <laughs> okay. Here's the situation, folks. We're pre-recording this baby because- Hell yeah. You know- I, I was thinking about this, Raylene. We're allowed to take a week off, but that never even occurred to us. <laughs> I know. Like, we could do this anytime we wanted, but we only do it when you go on vacation or there's some kind of, like, reason. But it's like, we don't yeah. need a reason to take a break. I know. We're allowed to take a break. But basically, I am currently, when this episode is going up, yeah. I'm in Europe. She's All right. I got the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm in Europe um, for my one of my best friend's weddings. And so... Uh, Raylene and I were like, it's going to be a bit of a nightmare to record while I'm over there because of the time zones and I'd have whatever. And also you're on holiday. Like, that's just not something you should be doing. So we were like, let's pre-record a couple of episodes. So because we can't do our usual reading update, we thought let's do some fun tags Mm -hmm. because it is fun to kind of juice up the content a little bit, do something different. And we had this fun idea to do tags that we made up 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) So last time we did one of your tags. This time we're going to be doing one of my tags. And this is called... (laughs) I love this. Sorry. This is called the ruler of books tag. (laughs) Now that I'm saying it out loud. So, okay. So this tag i made up and uh this i posted this video may of 2016 so it hasn't been a decade but actually it's been a while how long has it been six years wow jeez 2016 was six years ago that's crazy jesus i was still making videos back then that was six years ago (laughs) yeah that's crazy um but here we are okay so this was a tag that i invented basically the concept was if you were like, if you had like a kingdom, <laughs> if you were like a king or queen of a kingdom and you got to make a lot of like weird book decisions. <laughs> I love that they're be. all about books. <laughs> I know. I uh, thought it was a really fun tag. And I still, looking back, I think that these are fun um, little prompts. Absolutely. And what's funny too is that I tagged you in this tag. I probably Isn't did the cute? tag because when I was looking back through this, I was like, these questions are very familiar to me. Mm, so I'm pretty sure okay. I probably did this video. That's really interesting. Yeah. So there you go. So I tagged you in this tag. You tagged me in the last tag. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cute. Anyways, let's <laughs> We've been friends it. a long time. <laughs> we have been friends a long time. Let's dive into this thing. Let's let's get this ball rolling. Mm-hmm. I do find it funny that just because of like time travel or whatever, <laughs> currently when people are listening to this, I'm in Paris. And right now I feel like the farthest from Paris yeah. I could possibly be. <laughs> I have so much to do before that trip. But I hope future Ariel's having a great time. Mm-hmm. And we're about to, have, you and me, Raylene, are about to have a great time. Uh, these questions yeah. I think are funny. They are So funny. question number one. What book would you make everyone read? (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of power. It's like you have to read this or it'll you're being illegal and you have to pay a fine. It's a legal 
for you not to read this book like it's probably like assigned in school or something yeah so absolutely do you know what you'd pick um yeah i mean there's lots of different books i could pick but the one i decided to go with for today is tiny beautiful things by oh. Cheryl Strayed because I feel Stunning. like for required reading like obviously there's lots of great fiction that has a lot to say as well but I really think yeah. that certain books like this and for example like so you've been publicly shamed by John Ronson are just like books that I feel like people this is like information that people need to hear you know and like mm. with tiny beautiful things she just gives such good advice that I feel like if maybe not every single piece of advice will be helpful for every person, but there's got to be at least a few things in there that will help someone. So I feel like if, if like younger people were given this book and like everyone had to read it, everyone would be like, yeah, okay, I can Mm -hmm. like fall in love or like I I can make friends. And like, I I feel like it might just like give them a little bit of of peace and Mm. also might help make people just be slightly more compassionate and like have a deeper yes. understanding of what other people are going through. And like, yes. I don't know, I just feel like it would, it would make people better, better people. So. I think that, um, I feel like that book is also really positive about like communicating your mental health mm-hmm. and feeling okay talking about it. Do you know what I yeah, mean by that? Definitely. Like, Cause the whole concept is like, right to Cheryl and tell her what's happening in your heart. Yeah. And then she doesn't judge you. She never judges you. Mm-hmm. You can say the worst things. And some of the people in the book have done things that are incorrigible or or there has have had things happen to them that are really bad, but she never judges you. Mm-hmm. She's always just like, okay, I'm meeting you where you're at. And this is what we're going to do about it. Yeah. I'm like, that's what everyone needs that vibe. You're so right. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned the book that I picked. I figured that might happen. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I am 100% without a doubt picking uh, So You've Been Publicly Shamed by John Ronson. Nice. I've said this. I've literally said this out loud many, many times that I wish this book was required reading. Yeah. I... So when we, right before we hit record, me and Raylene were joking about how we used to go to computer class to learn how to type. (laughs) All the things we talked about. It was good times. Mm. But, you know, it's just obviously the world has changed so fast in the last 20 years. Yeah. Right? So fast in the last 20 years. Like when we were seven, so that was 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. there was no iPhone. So... To now think about how it's like 70% of Canadians own an iPhone mm-hmm. and then a 90% of Canadians own a phone. Yeah. Like, do like people 95%. even know what a Palm Pilot is anymore? My mom had one of those. I loved that thing. <laughs> it was so cool. I loved using the little pen, yeah. the little stylus. <laughs> oh, man. So my point is that because everything's changed so fast Yes, people know how to use these devices and they know how they function, but I don't know if yet we've had a lot of conversations about how to comport ourselves online, the like politeness part of it, the civil part of it. And I think that this book might not make sense soon. Like it's already starting to get a little outdated. Like for example, it's a book about being canceled 
but he never uses the word cancellation because that word didn't exist. That's so true. It's just being publicly shamed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So already it's it's not the most topical, but I still think that it's one of the books that it's just about compassion. It's very interesting, actually. The two books we've chosen Mm -hmm. are both like, just be compassionate. We just want people to be nice. Yeah. And so I think that this could be a helpful book for people to think about how they treat other people on the internet because it's like it's like you think about it's like people think that being on the internet is different than real life but the people on the internet <laughs> are all people in real life oh, I know. So people just don't the seem things to get you that. say have consequence um the things yeah the things that happen still have consequence so anyways oh god i love that book uh the next question what would you abolish in book construction? This is Love fun. It. This is really fun. Love this question. So if you were able to enact a law that was like, no more freaking deckled edges. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> what would you pick? I would pick cutouts on book covers. Let me explain. I don't like oh. it when there's there's a few different ways yeah. this can go. Like sometimes in Honestly, a cover. Honestly, really? To me, you don't even have to explain. Thank you. I'm already fully with you. Thank you. You're right. But please do explain for the people. So, yeah, sometimes on book covers, there may be, for example, a hole in the middle of the front cover and there's like a secondary cover or whatever. Those yeah. holes are annoying. Things get They're stuck annoying. in them. They get ripped. It's not good. They get ripped. Um, there's another kind where like just the very front cover has that like slice that lets you see like the reviews yeah. or whatever from like the New yeah. York Times. And I'm like, I don't need that. And <sighs> I don't like that the cover doesn't go all the way to the end. I just, so I just hate that. Um, it doesn't give good feelings when I'm holding the book, when I'm flipping through the pages. No. It's like, oh, there's just this extra piece that's not the right size. Um yeah, that's pretty much it. Those are those are the things that I really dislike. Those are my complaints. I, I everything else I can probably deal with, but I really hate that. I just feel like it also is very uncomfortable while you're reading it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like while you're holding the book in your hands, your your fingers keep going, going into the in hole. The cutout, <laughs> yeah, into the cutout, and you're sort of like not wanting to rip it, and then you feel that sharp edge. It's just not as nice of a situation. No, it's not. And actually, the Killing Commendator by Haruki Murakami that I just got has a cutout on the dust jacket. But I'm like, at least I can just take the dust jacket off. Mm. Uh, but on a paperback, you can't escape it. Mm. It's always yeah, there. Here's what I've picked. Cheap glue. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about that too. (laughs) I just, it's so frustrating in the year 2022 that books would be made with cheap glue. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. So many of my scholastic books. I don't, I scholastic paperbacks. Honestly, I agree with you. This is not a secret. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows. And I don't want to be rude to scholastic. Like they've published great books, but also the glue is so cheap. The binding on those paperbacks, the pages just fall out. And it's like, instead of breaking the spine it's almost like you're ripping the spine or like even just trying to open up the book like a normal amount not like pushing it beyond where it needs to go but just trying to read it (laughs) 
and the the sp- like the page is all like ripple near the spine. Yes. Like they yes, don't just open exactly. gracefully and just like no. lay open. It's like you're yes. trying to kill the book just by reading it. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, you know exactly what I'm talking. Yeah, the Raven about. Boys paperback, not it. Mm. It's not good. I'm thinking about the Hunger Games paperback. Oh yeah, it's- I had that in hardcover, so I never knew. It, okay, okay, I have them in paperback or the first one in paperback, and it's like. It's like every time you flip the page, you hear a crinkle of it, like not going right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just feels like it's in pain, like you're hurting the book no matter what you do. I know. It's just very unpleasant. It feels cheap and it doesn't feel luxurious. And, and also like, it's just frustrating to mm-hmm. like be reading a book and it, already the pages feel like they're going to fall out. Yeah. You're like, like it's great that the scholastic books are affordable like that's fine yeah that's true obviously like that's that's one good thing about it but it's like we have higher standards unfortunately and i (laughs) i just don't want the books to feel like they're falling apart when you're reading them i don't feel like my hunger games copy is gonna last you know (laughs) i'm like that book's gonna disintegrate it's already disintegrating it's getting there so yeah all right. Well, we really agree on that one. Yep. Uh, number three. What author would you commission to write you any book? Guys, I think these questions are sick. This I know. You're tag. like, you're really good at making tags, honestly. That's a talent you have. This is a lot, a lot more nuanced and interesting than my tag. Let me just say. I mean, to be fair, I had five more years of experience. It's true. I was still I a baby when I came up with my yeah. tag. Um. Yes. Okay. What author would you commission to write you any book, Raylene? This one was fun. I could have picked many different people, but I decided to go with Haruki Murakami because I feel like I could give him the simplest prompt and he would come up with something magnificent. Like I wouldn't have to like really think of a cool idea for him. I would just be like, okay, write a book about me living my regular life. Just like I work in an office, like go, like just do what you want with that. And I feel like he would make something really surreal and like thoughtful and thought provoking and like... I just think that he has the power to, like, make anything cool. I don't mm. know. So I'd want I that. I love that. Yeah. I picked John Ronson again. Ooh! And it was basically because as the person who is... <laughs> as the person who's made his first book mandatory reading, mm-hmm. I would now want to ask him for a volume <laughs> two. Oh, that's good. I, I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. I'm like, I want... Uh, him to make a new version of that book that is more up to date and talks about some of the developments in that in the way that we comport ourselves online Mm -hmm. and I just I mean it's just the book that I want in the world you know what I mean like that's just the book I'm craving I'm also craving a Murakami book on writing and we got that that's true I was just thinking the exact same thing I wouldn't get that one I would get Mr. John Ronson. Very nice. So that's fun. I love that. The other angle I thought about with this was I would ask Brenna Thumler to write a book with me. But I was like, that's <laughs> not the same. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not the same. That's just a personal aerial dream. <laughs> um, okay. Number four. What book would you demote to the library basement to make room for new books? So this was basically... I remember coming up with this question i was like i want a, a question that's a little bit like what's a book you kind of want to just be like a complain about yeah. a little bit but i didn't want to like <laughs> i don't i don't believe in censorship so <laughs> so i was like i'm not like gonna remove the books i'm not gonna remove them i'm just gonna put them 
in the basement <laughs> of the library. <laughs> They're still there. You can still sign them out. But <laughs> yeah, I love that. What are you putting in the basement? Um, All right, what did you think of? I decided that <laughs> I just decided to like look through books that I really didn't enjoy. Um, and yeah. I don't have that many like one star reviews, but I was just looking through and I was like, hmm, what would I put in the basement? And I decided to go with Fallen by Lauren Kate, which was a book That's that so I read funny. way back in the day and absolutely yeah. despised. That book to me was like, it was like, okay, take like imagine Twilight. Like obviously Twilight was very cool at the time take twilight replace the vampires with angels and you've got fallen like there was nothing that was different about it and i just remember being like this is a total ripoff and like it's not interesting Ah. and so i feel like i feel like that one could go into the basement like twilight in my mind could still stay up in the library because i feel like twilight will last forever and it's never gonna go away but fallen i don't know that one i feel like is a step below twilight so it can go downstairs (laughs) i've decided to go with daniel deronda (laughs) you almost made me spit my orange juice (laughs) um so basically this is a book that i think sucks (laughs) so it's really funny because the first tag that i made that really kind of became anything at all was the book sacrifice tag (laughs) <laughs> so this was back in 2012 and it was literally just a series of questions asking you to be like what is a series you don't like yeah what is a book you don't like whatever and i'm like god that's so negative i feel like i would oh, i mean i know i would never make that tag now and to be fair book two back then was not as negative as it is now Mm -hmm. so it didn't feel like i was piling on to anything but now i'm just like oh boy so nowadays in the last 10 years since i made that other tag i really really avoid being negative about books Mm -hmm. unless my one big exception is if the author is dead because then i'm like it's fine i'm not hurting anyone's feelings that's true you know, I'm not, like, potentially hurting someone's career. Because a lot of the time when you don't like a book, you're just, like, you know, other people like it. So I'm, like, I don't want to be mean. So anyway, my exception, though, is if the author's dead. And George Eliot is long gone. So <laughs> Daniel Deronda, in my opinion, is a garbage book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I had to read it for my master's and... The solid, okay, so the the master's program was very, it was a very interesting form of torture. Um, And it was like the 12 people, the cohort, such a strange word. I've never used that word in any other context, really, but like that's what they kept calling us, your Hmm. cohort, your cohort. So that's how we all thought of ourselves. Um, But my cohort, we really, it was like you bond with your cohort Mm -hmm. in grad school because you're like, they're the only people that get it. They're the yeah. only ones that understand the torture you're all going through. And so you bond to like brothers. And um, Daniel Deronda, we bonded like brothers over <laughs> Daniel Deronda. Nobody so liked it. Nobody liked it. <laughs> nobody saw a single redeeming thing in that book. And also like, you know, we were good. We were pretty good students, I mm-hmm. think. We were trying our, our best. But with that book, we liter- I literally remember a session where we were like, okay, you tell us what happens in the first 50 pages. You then tell us what. So we, we, we didn't even want to read the whole thing. Yeah. We divided it. Well, it's a it huge book, too. Like, what? 
Oh, insane. I can't really, believe that. We were supposed to read that in one week. <sighs> and be prepared to talk about it amidst what? the four other classes we had going on. Such a shitty move. It was part of the <laughs> it's such a part of the like thing about the master's program that I just think is so inconsiderate. And I mean it's part of a problem in all schooling, but like teachers thinking that their class is the only class you're taking. Oh, totally. It's like, you've got to realize that there's more going on here. Yeah, they're assigning you like a full week's worth of reading and assignments when you're supposed to do that for your other three or four classes. Plus you have a job, plus you have a life. Yeah. It's like, that's no wonder everyone in their master's is depressed. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's really shocking. What was the point of this? Daniel Duranta. Mm -hmm. I hate that stupid book. I think it's so boring and dry and dumb. And like, you're like, what? What is this plot twist? They're Jewish? That's a weird <laughs> plot twist. That's a really strange direction to have gone, okay, all right. I mean, I just, I barely even remember it because I blocked it all out. Yeah, you wow. don't need to remember it. Forget about I it. I don't need to remember it. I, I, yeah. And so people, a lot of people are like, have you read Middlemarch? And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's another like 900 page book by George Eliot. I'm like, am I ready for that? I don't, I don't think I ever will be. Right. And you don't have to be. I don't have to be. Oh, wow. I really got something off my chest there. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. What? Oh, the next question is really fun. What cover artist would you commission to make a mural in your kingdom? This is cute. This is cute. Do you know who you'd pick? Yeah, this one was easy for me. Um, okay. Because, okay, a couple of years ago, the Folio Society did a, um, yeah. like, cover challenge for Howl's Moving Castle. And there were tons of different people, obviously artists, that mm. submitted different covers. And there were, like, two that I really loved. And one of the ones I loved won. So Whoa. the one that is currently on this oh. edition of... Howl's Moving Castle. It's stunning, so pretty. Stunning. The artist is named um, Marie Alice Harrell. Harrell. Okay. And um, yeah, so she did this beautiful edition and I just love the color palette she chose. I love mm. everything about it. It is so, so pretty. So I would definitely pick her. I would want a ginormous mural done by her and it could be whatever. Mm. I don't care. Just make a beautiful That's mural. That's so stunning. Yeah. I... I mean, my impulse was Brenna. I thought because, of Brenna, too. I really yeah. did. How could we not? How could we not? Obsessed with her work. I so think cute. that her art is so beautiful. And I think, I think it would look, I think she would do something really cool if you gave her a side of a building. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you were like, Brenna, this side of this building is for you. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? I can imagine her doing so many different things. Um... So I think that would be really beautiful. The other one I thought of kind of doesn't work, but the um, photographer who did the cover of The Hole by Hiroko Oyamada. Yeah. You can't really do photography on the side of a building. <laughs> so that's the problem. Um, but if we were talking about like a giant billboard or something, like a giant piece of art mm -hmm. that it doesn't have to be on the actual building itself... That's who I would pick because that I, I think about that grass. I think about the grass on that cover. Yeah, you do. I love it. I really it love it. It is really it. striking. Okay, I went and grabbed the book so that I could say who did it. And it says cover photograph by Guy Hendrick X. Possibly 
literally the most confusing set of consonants I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Um, and then it says that the design is by Janet Hansen. So, well. you know what's very interesting, though, really? The factory has a different photographer. I, ha- I thought a feeling it might. It has a different vibe. Yeah, it is definitely a different vibe. God, I love this book. Just the cover of it. It's incredible. <laughs> it's just... It's just incredible. <laughs> Anyways, uh, hmm, this question is kind of dumb. <laughs> this was the one that I was like, I don't know what to pick because it's okay. so silly. <laughs> uh, so question number six is, what character's face would you put on a coin? So basically, I was thinking like in a kingdom, you control the currency and instead of putting your face on a coin mm-hmm. and being like a monarch you'd be you get to pick a literary character whose face you put on the coin <laughs> <laughs> it, it made sense to me at the time yeah um what did you pick i'm so curious this one i kind of like had such a hard time with this one like i just sat there and thought about it for probably the longest out of all the questions and i was like what character like deserves to have their face on a coin yeah and i was trying to think yeah. of like who is like you know just great in all ways and like yeah doesn't ever really like do anything wrong and like it's just a great like leader kind of figure right and <laughs> i also was thinking about how canadian coins have animals on them yeah and so for some reason i see i see where we're going i ended up uh, picking aslan <laughs> <laughs> coin with a lion on it <laughs> oh man yeah that's perfect is that what you that's thought i was perfect. gonna say <laughs> i i don't know what i thought you were gonna say but then you said aslan and i was i lost it that's uh, that's fucking hilarious really right. that's perfect i think you're right though like a very um leader brave courageous heroic exactly exactly and yeah i mean it is a little bit like putting jesus on a coin but i'm like so what that's fine (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i uh when you said out loud that canadian currency has animals on it obviously that's true Mm -hmm. but i didn't ever think about how that's kind of weird yeah i never you're right everywhere (laughs) else has just like people or like um like a like a coat of arms or yeah whereas we've got like a bear and like <laughs> so the, the ducks has is a it ducks or loons i can't remember the loony has a loon right yeah there you go the quarter has a caribou the nickel has a beaver <laughs> the dime has a boat yeah that one's weird <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what was on the pennies it was a maple leaf. It was like oh, two yeah. little maple leaves. Do you remember it's that? It's been so long since I've seen a penny. I know. Pennies have been discontinued for years now, just for people yeah. out there who don't understand. Yeah. Oh, wow. So then on the back of the coins is the queen. Yeah. It's Liz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Liz. That's funny. <laughs> Good old Liz. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We're awesome. That's pretty we're great. great. Who did you pick for your <laughs> coin? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I forgot where we were talking about. Um, okay. So, so I guess I kind of thought we were going in the same direction until you said Aslan because you <laughs> mentioned Canada. And I was like, yeah, yeah. 
Anne of Green Gables. Oh, that's, yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Right. I think a little, so it could even just be the back of her head. So you could see like the little braids and the Mm -hmm. little straw hat. I think that could be really cute. Or it could just be kind of a vague drawing of a a little girl with the braids and the straw hat. And I think everyone would get the idea. But I think, obviously, this is an imaginary kingdom that I was creating. So it wasn't actually Canada. But if it was Canada, I think that would be such a perfect thing yeah. to have on a coin. Yeah, if I was, like, thinking specifically Canadian, I probably would have gone that same direction. And then, yeah. like, on the backside of each coin, like, obviously, you'd have Anne on one side. And then the backside could be other cute little Canadian, like, things. Like, you could have, like, a yes. little house. So, like, a little, I don't know, some other place. <laughs> yeah, like I think you're right. Like, having a bunch of little Canadian icons would be... Um, or symbols would be really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the idea of Anne being on the coins because she is so Canadian, but also like for the imaginary kingdom, I just think she's such a, a character of joy and happiness mm-hmm. and curiosity and friendliness. So I think that would be really cute. That's beautiful. Um, okay. The final question is kind of fun. It's what book would you award as the ruler of books 2022 prize? Mm. Um, so it was just supposed to be, what's a book you've read so far in the year that you would put a sticker on it, you know, like you would give it one of those little sticker prizes. (laughs) Yeah. Like a Heather's picks, but it's like from the queen. (laughs) From (laughs) From the queen. queen. Well, yeah, that's fun because I've read quite a few good books so far this year. So I had to like Mm. really think like, which one would I want to put my stamp of approval on? And I decided to go... With Letters to a Young Gymnast by Nadia Comaneci. Interesting. Because I positively wow. loved that book. And it like, it shaped my life for a couple of weeks after I read it. Like I became wow. obsessed with gymnastics. And I think that yes, that is That's really funny. important for a book to like really get deep into your soul. And like you're just thinking about it long after mm. you finished it. That to me means like it was ruling over my life. So it's, it makes sense that it would be the ruler of books, book selection, <laughs> you know? I love it. Yeah. I love it. So that's what I picked. That's perfect. And you could get Nadia there <gasps> when you like dub it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe I'd have Nadia on my coin. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, that's super true. <laughs> I picked Ballad for Soap. Yeah, no one's surprised. Because it is the greatest book. Thank you. Um, <laughs> somebody sent me, well, I mean, somebody tagged me in a photo on Instagram of the book Mm. and i was like of this book that i'm talking about yeah oh yeah ballad for sophie (laughs) sorry i'm losing my mind over here (laughs) and they said they said something really nice and i thought it would be cute to read it um yes okay this is from savannah um savannah said it was so good i read it in one sitting utterly obsessed it completely lived up to your hype oh thank god Oh my god. I literally I literally responded saying, "My god, the greatest compliment you could have given." <laughs> um so that is definitely it's it's almost as if I already have given it the ruler of books. Award yeah, it's true. Cuz you've talked about it a lot. You've convinced many people to read it exactly. and buy it. So if I could put a sticker on a book, I would put it on that book because it's a really good book um and i'm really excited for you to read it really me too that would be really really i know fun. i'm like i'm desperate to just jump right into it but i'm like just give it time i, I know it'll be great so i can read it anytime i like 
Ooh, you're playing a dangerous game. <laughs> it could become a mashed potato book at any time. I think I'll definitely moment. read it sometime this year. Like, I don't plan to okay, read it maybe cool. the next couple of months, but I will definitely have read it by the end of the year. Ooh, big, big words. Pressure's on. Yeah. Yeah. Big words. Big <laughs> words. Okay. We got to the end of the tag. This is a bit of a shorter episode, but we're not going to force it. No. We're not going to make up questions at the end here. It is what it is. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to everyone for listening and for supporting the podcast by sharing it or going on our Patreon or checking out our merch. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.